Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into this week's edition of Mondays with Matt. Uh, and what a uh, addition it's going to be. We're, we're not exactly sure where we even want to start. There's been so much going on since the last time we talked. So I'm just going to jump in and say, hey, Matt, welcome in, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark, considering the circumstances. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no coffin, right? You're good there. Are you, are you on sequester as well? We're we're staying out of uh, people's way. We're yeah. you know we're in the, we're in the six foot radius right now. There you go. You know, experiencing with the with all the virus and the lockdown that's happening currently in their situation in our right. economy. Uh, so yeah, it's... we're we're doing okay. We're still doing some client one on one meetings. Um, okay, right. by, by appointment, but for the most part, we are using DocuSign and digital um, communication as much as possible. Right, and phone, and the phone to make phone calls. Well, but, uh, you know, I guess that's one way we can look at this, right? On, on the uh, upside of, if we had to have something like this happen now, 2020 is not too bad from a technology standpoint, right? We've got all the power of the internet to do uh, good and bad, right? We can read every negative thing that's out there, but we can also still do a lot of things and still be productive. A lot of work from home, school from home, and in our situation, you know, with what we do, we can practice, we can do our show, but of course you can also uh, help clients, work with folks, work with new clients, uh, and you can do that safely and securely remotely with, you know, video conferencing and teleconferencing and, and secure document portals. And so that's good at least, right? It is. It's great. It Actually, it's it's a time like no other. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. We're, we're faced with this situation, but but we have technology like no other time. Yeah. And um, you're right. We can, we can interact and interface. And uh, so although people are kind of locked down, locked in, they can definitely keep those methods of communication open. So Well, so, you know, we've let people know before, but we're in two different locations. So you and I actually, Matt, we were ahead of the curve. We were, uh, social distancing is a new term in our, our lexicon, right, in our society. We've all gotten used to this new term, social distancing, but you and I have been practicing that for a while. So we were ahead of the curve, weren't we? <laughs> We definitely were. <laughs> I'm in we North Carolina. This, you're in Michigan. So, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. had this uh, at least a year ahead of schedule. That's ahead right. Of schedule. That's right. <laughs> uh, now I'm a former Michigander, so it worked out well for me to be uh, to be doing the shows with Matt. But, you know, let's kind of talk about some of the things. Obviously, we, we're all inundated with everything that's been happening. Obviously, we're going to touch on a little bit on the market, you know, down 10,000 points in two and a half, three weeks is clearly unprecedented. So, uh, you know, there's a lot to cover and, and it's just going to be, I'm not even really sure how to get going. So we'll just kind of jump into some things. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about is that um, it happens so fast that a lot of people did not have time to react or, you know, if they, even if they wanted to react, maybe it was too late for some various different things. And I think there's some confusion around like bucket strategies and how those work. So depending on the time horizon that you were in, Matt, for retirement, you know, this affects some people in a greater, like if it's down 30%, it may affect you closer to 30%, but it also may affect a lot of people much less than that, depending on their allocation and depending on their time horizon. Can you kind of clear that up a little bit? Because like now money versus 10 year away money, how that kind of just all plays out. Sure. And to be fully clear, I want to back up just a sure. step. No, go and, ahead. Um, you know, we are at the beginning We're we're recording this in March of 2020. And, um, you know, just a little over a month and a half ago, we had the Dow Jones average hit it hit another high. Right. Um, it was it was at about twenty nine thousand five hundred in some change, mm -hmm. and um, you know, 
markets have been continuing to hit highs throughout the last year, and and we got a little volatility in there. We have an election year upon us here this year. So there was a little uncertainty already in the marketplace. Right. I think people were a little nervous because we've been 11 years in a bull market, you know, give or take a couple of small corrections along the way. And um, all of a sudden, there's a virus that comes out of China, and it's called the coronavirus. It's a human coronavirus has been in existence before, but it's a little different strand, I guess, animal related. Right, so different strain. Yep. No one seems to can be able to get a control of it. And so obviously, while we're recording this, in the last three and a half years since uh, President Trump had, had been in office, we've seen 10,000 points upward on the Dow Jones average. So that's pretty significant. Great time in, in stock market history, great time in investing. One of those things that, you know, almost you put money in and you're, you're almost not guaranteed, but uh, that's what happens. A lot of people seem to think that they're going to make money and all of a sudden we get this overconfidence and now we have a virus scare and markets are selling off. So um, there's been quarantined and, and most recently in our, in our local areas, local states are doing this. Um, that quarantine is is really impacting businesses. Congress and the president are uh, just passing a bill now to try to inject a trillion dollars over the next uh, maybe uh, 18 months uh, into the economy. We want to send Americans checks because they're telling you you can't go and dine in a restaurant. And we've never seen anything like this before. So from an emotional standpoint, there's a lot of uncertainty. The Dow Jones has fallen now another 10,000 points. So to get to your your point, Mark, I got a question. What's the best way to fight a bear? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never been in a fight with a bear before, but I would imagine run away. Yeah, well, that's, or walk that's, away slowly. <laughs> that's that's everybody's instinct, right? But the best way to fight a bear is to play dead. Okay, and we need to do that with our portfolio. If you're an investor and you're invested, number one, when we set you up, you had a strategy. You have a time horizon before you need the money. So if you're not in immediate need of money. It's best just to play dead because when we design the portfolio, you have probably between fifteen to 30,000 holdings in your mix. So everything has to go down, crash, and never come back for you to actually lose your money. All 15, 20, 30,000 of those holdings, depending on how you're allocated, has, you know, it's, it's basically the end of the world. So this is probably the closest thing we've seen where it's really affected our whole, almost the whole world. And so we want to just not make any major moves right now. But to answer your question about what do we do if our if we do need income in the short term, normally if we've been working with you, we've got a strategy in place. And if you're taking monthly distributions, you may want to keep aside. I, we call it a bucket strategy, but we keep aside maybe six months or maybe if it's more comfortable for you, if you're real conservative, we keep a year or two or three years of money just setting aside in cash. And if I have cash for, you know, it's going to pay me my income, whether that's, you know, $1,000 a month supplement, or maybe you're taking out $2,500 a month off your portfolio. What happens is it gives me a lot more security to say, hey, I've got the money setting aside in cash. It's paying me every month. And I don't, I don't have any worries in the next, you know, 36 months. It's a smart strategy to have. We, we just call that fixed or guaranteed income, you're going to get very low yield, but you're going to have the money safe. Second bucket would okay. be for that money that's out there, let's say three to five or six years out. And typically we have that more conservatively invested through bonds or maybe a fixed or guaranteed annuity that will grow to replace bucket number one in about three years. 
Does that make sense? Yep. Gotcha. Okay. So what, what you're doing there is you're, you're putting in, in play security in your portfolio for the first three years, security for the next three years. So you got six years covered. And then majority of the rest of your money, we have earmarked for seven to 10 years down the road for income. That money is going to stay in the market. And that is going to weather the storm through these volatile times. That's going to we're going to stay invested because the biggest mistake you can make with your portfolio is when we experience a downtime like this in three and a half weeks and you pull your money out and go to cash, that's the biggest mistake because in effect, you break all three rules of investing. And those three rules are number one, own equities. Number two, diversify the mix. And number three is rebalance the portfolio on the highs and lows of the market. The rebalancing X as um, taking money from the fixed income and buying those equities when they're lower or taking money off of stocks when they made money and um, replenishing our fixed income. So you don't want to break the rules of investing with your the majority of your money. And the reason is you lock in a loss. Right, right. And if we and if we get emotional on this roller coaster, everybody loves volatility when the market's high. But it's when the market takes this when we take that first hill and that second hill on the roller coaster of of the stock market, it's ad nauseum. You know, it, you you just definitely can't feel good about it um, with your, with the money going down. Well, you know, and I know, and clearly, you know, it is what it is at this point. And so I guess it starts to beg the question is, okay, so how, whatever happens happened and however your position is, your position is, you know, you can't change those things now, but you know, some might say, well, we're, you know, during this quarantine or whatever, we're just going to sit around. We're not going to do anything. And it's like, yes and no, there's still things you could be doing and there's still, and if you're not working with an advisor, there's still some strategies that you could start to be discussing about how you want to set yourself up for, you know, the inevitable recovery and return, because you've got to be optimistic and, and see that we're going to come out of this. And, and even a lot of the, you know, big companies out there and big uh, houses, JP Morgans and, and your Goldman Sachs and all these places, they're all feeling overly confident maybe i don't know who knows we'll, we'll see but the, the in the return could be just as fast as the decline was now we don't know for sure we're not we don't have a crystal ball but it seems to be a lot of indicators and if you think about human behavior once we're off this kind of lockdown and things are starting to get back to normal people are going to be stir crazy they're going to go out and they're going to spend they're going to buy they're going to travel they're going to use their gas they're going to go out to eat and all the things that we're not going to do for a couple of weeks well they sure are i mean um you got to remember, you brought up a great point. People are going to be locked in for three weeks here. Two or three, and, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, or, you know, maybe even maybe longer. Maybe more we don't know, right? Yeah, <laughs> We don't know. But the kids are, I mean, they're even quarantined. The schools are closed. And um, so we're experiencing our spring break here a couple weeks early. But, um, you know, <laughs> or people... Possible, <laughs> possible full-on break. We don't know that either, but yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get my kids transferred out of their homeschool class here. <laughs> <laughs> Can they go to a different teacher? Can they go to a different school? No, they can go to a different room. That's a different school. There you go. (laughs) That's right. Um, No, but your question is, uh, or the comment is legitimate that people are going to get out and they definitely do want to do things. I mean, this is people have canceled spring break plans and different things like that. We as an office decided, you know, I I chatted with Pat, our other advisor here and Rebecca and and Jack, and we're just like, I think we're going to continue to stay open by appointment only, but, you know, kind of limit that walk in or drop by traffic, you know, and and the other thing that we're doing, you know, to do our part or do our share is to, is to really not go out and try to, um, you know, if you need something signed or whatever, we can do that by mail. We can do it through email DocuSign. We don't want to ignore the fact that there's a pandemic virus, but statistically 
the flu kills more people than this virus has. Uh, right. And just reading an article this morning that they think the malaria, the same treatment for malaria. I saw that, actually, yeah. actually, six out of six people have recovered in less than a week by uh, taking that same treatment. So I think we got, we're on the brink of, of being over this and spring is coming. Um, there's medical people also are in agreement that once uh, the weather temperatures warm up a bit and it's uh, the humidity really is a big thing. Heat and humidity together are actually put this virus under. So if we can get the weather to break and in that humidity, I'm, I think you're going to see a big change. The The biggest reason that this market's taken this dive, though, is people are panicking. They're, they don't know what to expect. And every time we have uncertainty, whether that's 9-11 when the, when the planes hit the building, we were in a similar situation. They grounded planes. They didn't allow anybody to fly over the U.S. for, I can't remember how long that was, but we were in a down market at that time. And then 9-11 hit. And, oh, my gosh, the market dropped, uh, you know, close to 1,000 points that day. So you can go 7 to 800 and they shut the stock market down, you know, because the percentage was quite a bit higher at that time. Right, right. But, but here we are. I mean, we're repeating history, but in a different, with a different type of pandemic. So we recovered and people that stayed invested and stayed diversified continued to make money. And, and the recovery was quick. I mean, yeah. And I, I mean, they're, they're thinking that's going to be the case this time. They're thinking it could be quite rapid when it, when it turns around and it, and it may. Yeah. The, the, that's the prediction by Wall Street. And, um, Folks, the thing you got to remember too is Dalbar's done numerous studies and they change different time periods. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, um, for a 30 year time period, the S&P 500 returns a little over 10% average, but the average equity fund investor returns 3.8%. And the reason is they move their money. About every four years, investors change. They're not, they don't buy and hold. They don't, and if they did, if they just bought the index. You own the broadest spectrum of the market that you can, and you you own it passively. You're going to get market returns minus the cost of investing. Right. And it's really really that simple. Um, the key is we don't know which segment of the market is going to rise quickest this year, or we don't know next year. So the key is stay invested. And then another interesting statistic I just sent out to my clients is uh, over the last 40 years, there's been negative return for a segment of the of the in that year where the where the market's been negative but only 7 out of out of the last 40 had a negative result at hmm. the end of the year wow, so interesting so just because we're negative here in the, in territory now and it, and it's significant doesn't mean that uh, we're going to stay that way yeah. So. Well, how, how has your clients overall, your, your client base been? Have they, you know, have you received a lot of calls or, or you know, I've talked to you know, host shows all across the country and a lot of guys have been like, and, and ladies have been pleasantly surprised at how well their clients have listened to the message that they've been, you know, doing by being their clients and have not had as many, you know, nervous calls as they would have thought. Yeah. I've, I've experienced a small percent that are, that are nervous. That um, seems to but- be the norm, a small amount. Yeah. But most of the clients have been lifelong investors or been investors long enough to know that just to stay invested. And part of it, I think, helps that I've communicated a couple of times. I've sent out a couple of emails with, uh, you know, don't panic <laughs> that, uh, you know, this is part of the deal. And we design portfolios that they're designed to take this. Um, they're designed to take downturns and resiliently come back. Um, and that's because of the diversification. So if the, if the S&P drops, you know, 40%, but emerging markets is, is the one that comes back. You got to have emerging markets in your portfolio in order to experience the fastest swing of the upside. 
investors that go out and they buy one fund or they buy a couple of individual stocks, they could lose 70, 80% of their portfolio and not recoup for many, many years. I don't want to, you know, we can't make any guarantees, but I don't right. typically see that with clients because when their portfolio goes down, when a market re rebounds, usually it's not the same asset category that necessarily took the biggest hit. So that you're spreading out the risk because you don't own all your assets in one category. Yep. And then you've got multiple categories. So let's say category A is is down the most, but you only own part of that category. You also own, you know, B, C, D, E, F, G. So when everything rises, you know, your portfolio is going to rise respectively to, to right. the degree that you're allocated well, to those. And Matt, Matt, we've talked before. I mean, that's the whole point of diversification. So like we, we even talked when, when the markets were, you know, super high and, you know, some in 19 finished up, you know, really well, 30% or whatever, you know, you had some people you're hearing things like, well, I'm moving on from my advisor because I didn't make 30%. And it's like, well, you are also, you know, risk tolerance, allocation, all those things are taken into in diversification so that you weren't exposed to a 30% loss in the right. event that that happened, you know? So yes, you didn't get the 30%, but you made 12, 15, 18, whatever it was. Well, now we're seeing the reasons why for those things. So it's like, you know, as humans, we get a little, you know, we get a little selfish, right? We think, oh, I wanted the maximum gain when it was 30% in 19, but I don't want any of this 30% loss in 2020. <laughs> and it's like, you, you can't have it both ways. And that's the whole point of diversification. That's the whole point of a plan. That's the whole point of working with an advisor to help, uh, you know, mitigate the losses when times like the, because it's everybody's a genius when the market's up every year, right? It's, it's when you go through the it, tough times that it gets hard. That's right. I mean, you hit the nail on the head here because, um, you know, last year the market did terrifically. And, you know, and I heard from some clients that said, hey, my, my 401k is up this much. Why is it? Why is this uh, up he here? And why is my portfolio not up as much? Right, and right. The simple answer was just what you said. Yeah. You're diversified for in, in the majority of these retirement portfolio assets. But that same person and, probably is happy today, aren't they? <laughs> that's right. I mean, it's going to control the risk factor. Exactly. And so, yeah. I mean, we get that question all the time and there's, there's good reasons, you know, when you're young and you can handle that volatility also, it, it may not hurt to be less diversified. It may not hurt to have a, a couple of those risky investments in, in a, in a separate portfolio. But yeah. what I always, what I always do is all of my retirement assets are invested the way that I tell clients, because I don't want to ride that roller coaster either, unless I'm prepared to physically lose the money. Yeah. And, um, just had just had somebody in yesterday and and they were we were talking about that that very thing and so can you do it yes be prepared for this kind of a ride and uh, when the market doesn't perform you know you go down 50 or 70 percent it may take you i mean if you lose 70 percent imagine how how what percent do you need to get back just to where you were <laughs> it's like oh, 80. Yeah. <laughs> i gotta i gotta do the math but you need more than 70 percent yeah to get it's just level to where you started out yeah, it's it's pretty. I think it's something crazy, like a hundred and forty percent or something. Yes. Uh, it, it gets it gets astronomical every bit you go up, you know. So uh, yep. you think if you go down fifty, well, you've got to make a hundred to get back what you lost, plus then to go up. And so yeah, it gets with each tick down, it goes. You know, the, those numbers get higher and higher. So higher and higher. Yeah. Yep. So, so I know definitely uh, definitely now is a good time to yeah. reevaluate your risk and um, reallocate all those things now, right? Yep. We're getting near the end of the quarter and we're going to be rebalancing portfolios. So this will be a good thing for clients. The number one reason we rebalance is to keep your risk in check in okay. your portfolio. Right. Number two reason to rebalance is you're buying low and selling high. And we do it with discipline so that 
Um, the average person cannot go and sell their winning asset class and go buy the loser. Right. <laughs> we we do that, and that's one of the values of having an advisor, and and that's what's that speaks to added value to you down the road. So exactly. listen to your advisor, listen to your coach. Definitely take a time and um, just to mentally de-stress and think about, let's say, the logic of of what we're talking about and take your emotions and just unplug them for, for a little bit. And, right. and tough, tough to do, but you, we have to try. We do. And if you can't watch the news right now, um, even if you can, I say don't watch the news. <laughs> At because, least not as much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but if, you, you know, if, if you're real concerned, give us a call, shoot us an email, um, give me a text. I'd be happy to have that conversation with you because it is, it's just a little bit of patience and we need a little bit of reassurance some, from time to time. So that's what yep. we're here for. Absolutely. Well, folks, we're going to wrap it up this week. We, we try to keep these a little shorter, but obviously with everything going on in the world, uh, it was worth having a little bit of extra time to talk about it. So if you do need to reach out or you do want to reach out, or again, you haven't taken some action, you're not sure, whatever the case might be, never been a, definitely never been a better time than to have a conversation with an advisor. Talk to your own, uh, but if you want a second opinion or you want to talk to Matt, we make it easy to do. You can simply just call 989 989- 9401-2949. That's 989-401-2949. You can go to his website, greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. That is greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. Check out Matt and the team. Contact him through the website. While you're there, stop by the podcast page. You'll see that on there subscribe to the podcast so you can get future episodes as well as check out past episodes. You know, we're going to get through this. We're going to come out the other side and, and investing and finance and planning for retirement, all those things. There's the tax side and there's the social security side. There's all the other aspects to it as well, not just the market. So still lots to discuss and do. And so we'll be here on Mondays with Matt to talk about it all. So reach out to him and try to stay safe out there and just think, you know, as you mentioned earlier, I was looking up that report. Uh, we'll wrap this up by saying just an hour ago, they're, they're really leaning on this malaria thing. So we'll see if anything shakes out of that. Uh, and maybe that's good news for us. So we'll see. Maybe that's good news. But, um, you know, one of the other things that we didn't discuss, and, sure. we'll just, and I know we're wrapping the program okay. here, but uh, there's been a shortage on <laughs> toilet paper of all things. <laughs> yes, yes. Isn't that the silliest thing? But it, it is. We don't we don't understand where this all came from, but somehow the toilet paper is off the shelves in the supermarkets. But I've never seen the pictures that I'm seeing on on Facebook and things of grocery stores where the shelves are just empty. It's I a know. little mini intro to socialism where the government's telling you you can't be here, you can't be there, and people panic and they're rushing and they're buying up all the meat, all the chicken, yeah, yeah. pork. The, it's very strange. All the, sanitizer and the toilet paper. So hopefully you'll find yourself today listening to this podcast in uh, full supply of some really good Charmin and <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all, all the protein you need. Oh, to there the- you go. Exactly. And hopefully it won't be long. Well, folks, have yourself a great safe day. Uh, thanks for listening to Mondays with Matt. We'll be back in, in a week or so to do another episode and we'll touch base on the, uh, the, wor- the upside down world, as I've been calling it here for the last week or so. And we'll talk to you next time here on Mondays with Matt. Stay safe, folks. Thanks, guys. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.